0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Student Built Startups Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Cameron Stone, entrepreneur and student at UMD. I interview student entrepreneurs to share their stories and business strategies. Today's guest will talk about the process of becoming a self published author and what's involved with publishing your first book. He has published two books, and you can find both of them on Amazon. The first one is Complex Mind, and the second is called Breaking Point. He will be sharing his story and how his education played a role in it. I'm happy to introduce you guys to Sam Shepard. Hey Sam, thanks for being on the the show. I'm going to have you start off by saying hello to everyone and sharing one crazy but true fact about yourself.
1: Hi everyone. Cameron, thanks for having me. I'm Sam Shepard. I guess uh. Crazy fact about me is I couldn't talk till I was 3. So I guess 18 years later I'm here on a podcast talking which is <laughs> which is great. So yeah. Yeah,
0: nice. That's a that's a big improvement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something that's, like that. That is kind
0: of crazy. Yeah. Till you're 3. Wow. Well, um we can jump into our first part of the uh podcast here. Tell the audience a little bit about your education.
1: Yeah, so I'm a junior up at UMD. I'm studying political science and criminology. I'm a double major for those two. So that's kind of my education so far.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's cool. That sounds like a fun, fun kind of degree to study. Yeah. So could you share with the audience a little bit about uh, being a self-published author and kind of what, what's involved with that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a pro and a con with self-publishing is you kind of have to create the whole process yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, obviously everyone who writes a book has to, like, think of the book themselves and that that's no different for regardless of how you get it published, but having to find an independent editor, independent cover artist, and kind of just creating that whole process. So I guess that's what I did personally. Um, I did self-publish on Amazon, which is what I felt was the easiest route for self-publishing, because instead of having to put a down payment for how many books you want, they just print on demand and take the printing costs off your royalty. So yeah, and then I guess for finding the editor, I went on the the app Thumbtack. I don't know if you've heard of that or not.
0: I, I think I've heard it mentioned before.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like an app for like side jobs, that kind of thing. So I went on there and basically mentioned my book in the whatever description, and then had I reached out to a lot of people. A lot of people reached out to me. Kind of had people try out. Sort of sent out a sample of my manuscript at the time and try it out. Different editors to see how they liked my book, how I liked their style, and obviously pricing as well. So yeah, and then for the um. The cover art, when I was working on the book, probably midway through, I was talking to one of my friends about it. I'm like, well, I got to figure out cover art. And he's like, Oh, one one of my friends out here at school is like really good at painting and like sent me some of his paintings. And then I connected with him and then he made exactly what I wanted out of it. So
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Connections are really good to have when you're working on stuff by yourself, for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, How much does it cost like range wise, as far as like finding an editor or cover art or whatnot through kind of the places that you mentioned?
1: Yeah, I think um, well, for the cover art, it was more flexible because I it was not really like a business sort of venture, so I paid like fifty dollars for the cover art, and then for the, the editing itself, there was anywhere from two hundred fifty dollars to I think one person tried charging me like twenty five hundred. Oh, so I mean, it's a, it's a big ballpark right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. How has your education played a role in becoming a, a self published author?
1: Yeah, so I don't think like there's an exact class or like course i've taken that like will contribute to that i think it's just the overall just like letting like learning and just letting your like mind grow through things that's kind of what i talk about in my first book complex mind okay and i think just like the experience of being at college and experiencing all the changes and things like really helped shaped my mind for writing the book yeah that makes sense
0: for sure, kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone on a regular basis helps with that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I feel like one thing, too, is like after high school, it's not really having that like you don't really feel that social structure as much like, oh, these are the popular kids. These are the like the lamos. Like it's kind of just like everyone's just people. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, too. It's just like, all right, I'm going to go write this book and I'm not going to be afraid to get spoofed by like the cool kids or something like that. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And uh, since you mentioned your book, what is your book about?
1: Yeah, so the, my first book, Complex Mind, is about I guess the mind, but it's really how uh, I've learned to view the mind through I guess changes over time, as well as like just creativity and how like society sometimes lacks, like how people kind of just go for the easy route rather than being creative themselves, and it also deals with like interactions with people that are complex interactions with people that are more simple and I guess just like the overall impacts that things and people and events have towards the mind.
0: Yeah for sure that sounds really interesting because there's a lot of different types of uh, people out there and kind of how they uh, interact with other people and yeah people are just complex.
1: Yeah exactly like we're all complex in our own way so that's kind of what I'm trying to show through the book.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you say is the most challenging thing for you when it came to getting your first book published?
1: Um I think like I mentioned before with the whole process I think that was wasn't a struggle it could have been worse but it also could have been more smooth like now that I'm used to it it's more routine to like reach out to people about things like that whereas like when I was first figuring it out it's kind of scrambling things together at times but I think that's part of it and also I guess the the fear of kind of being like judged or spoofed I guess as I said before for like the first book cuz I didn't really tell many people about the book until it was out I don't want people to be like oh this kid's writing a book kind of thing you'd rather be like wow this kid wrote a book you know it's a big difference in the narrative between that so that's that was probably the biggest fear was just getting that first one out there and like that first month or two just kind of being there in shock and just kind of seeing what people would have to say about it so
0: yeah for sure and I would say that that's probably one of the most common fears for young people who are going out on their own venture. I definitely have that fear starting this podcast, Yeah, but I'm trying to use this as a platform where young entrepreneurs and young people who are, uh, driven to do their own thing, um, can come on here and we can show other people our age that it can be done and that they don't have to fear as much. So I, I totally agree with you there. Um, have you leveraged being a student in your book publishing process?
1: Oh, um, I guess so. Yeah. So I guess with um one of the books I'm actually working on right now is about the student perspective within like higher education. so like within colleges, universities. So I guess with that, I've really connected with different administrators and librarians and finding more resources for that. So definitely in that in in that aspect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's something I would definitely recommend to students who are in college trying to start their own thing is to take advantage of those resources at school because you're you're paying to have them anyways so might as well use them for as many things as you can what has been the the most rewarding thing for you uh, as far as publishing one of your books has been
1: um i think just like being recognized for something that like i created i guess like i sort of like like i mm-hmm. mentioned creating that whole process like being a part of a team or like a sports team like you you're like that's the process and you're just like kind of a part of it but like creating that whole process and then, like, being recognized for that. I think that's really, like, humbling to me, definitely.
0: Yeah. Do you prefer uh, being creative as far as, like, maybe writing books or expressing yourself more than working, like, let's say, a a nine-to-five job? Uh, Do you prefer the creative output more than having a structured workday?
1: Definitely. I mean, That's the dream someday, but I mean, you obviously have to work somewhere to get to that point, but it's definitely nice being flexible with your, not just hours, but just flexible with, um, your work, what you're doing. And like with me personally, I'm working on like multiple like books at the same time, whether it be like a full novel or like little poetry books or somewhere in between. So it's kind of nice being that, having that flexibility to just jump from thought to thought.
0: Yeah, cool um what would you say is unique about your books compared to others
1: i think mine like knowing me i guess like the more you read the books like more books i come out with the more people will learn about me even though it's not directly about me if that makes sense yeah so it's a lot of like indirect messages but also just direct messages about yourself and things like that
0: So we're getting close to the halfway point here, so we're going to take a moment for a brief advertisement. If you're looking to create a website for your business that you have started, the first step is to purchase a domain name and web hosting. What I personally use when I create a website is Bluehost. They are my number one recommended web hosting provider. Every website that I have ever created, I have purchased my domain name through Bluehost and I have used them as my hosting service provider. They are super easy to use. They are a partner with WordPress, so the compatibility between them is great, and they offer a killer deal for new members who are signing up with them. As of January 2020, for your first year with Bluehost, you can start as low as $2.95 a month, and you will get 50 gigabytes of storage, unlimited bandwidth, a free domain name, and a 99.9% uptime guarantee as well as some of the best customer service out there. If web hosting and a domain name is something that you need, go check out the link in the show notes and take your first step towards creating your website. Now that we're back, uh, we'll switch over to maybe talking a little bit about what's involved with becoming a self-published author and that kind of stuff. So if you could recommend like one first step someone could take when they're wanting to publish a book what would that
1: be um well i think there's two ways of view that so i think the first one obviously just to, to write the book i think the biggest thing is when you have ideas write them down because that's how i wrote my first book as i just wrote things down in my notes and then from there just grew on it like if i went to wrote those down i probably wouldn't have like be where i'm at today so that's the biggest thing is like even when you're thinking like middle of the night midday like just pull out your phone just Type something up like a thought quick like that's the biggest thing for the writing aspect. But I guess with publishing, just like look at your options, do research on the different publishing or self-publishing things. I preferred Amazon, but that's not for everyone. Obviously, some people might want to go try to do traditional publishing right away, or they might want to try to do a, reach out to a publishing company that's kind of not traditional but not self-publishing either. It's like a middle ground, so they might want to do that mm-hmm. as well. So I think just really doing the research on where your book will best lie.
0: Okay. Why did you choose to do self-publishing versus uh, traditional publishing?
1: Um, To be honest, I was pretty impatient. I didn't want to do any research on it, like hearing that there could be a lot of drawback from traditional publishers. And I guess just working on this book for a summer, I just kind of wanted it to be out there, not have to worry about it before school year started, you know. And that was the biggest thing is Amazon. It takes like 24 hours once you submit it on there and then it'll be approved and up for sale. So... Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. How do you, uh, promote your books and how have you kind of built a quote brand around yourself and your books?
1: Yeah. Good question. So I guess the, the biggest thing I do right now is, um, social media. I kind of just throw it on all social media platforms cause there's different people that see it on different platforms. Obviously there's some cross viewing, but that's just a good thing, I guess. Get the word out there. But, um, that's the first part. Um, some things I've been working on recently is working to make an email list, and then I'm also working with a friend to um, make my website for the author brand as well. So that's the biggest part.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I also saw on one of your social media posts you had like a, a book signing event. Uh, could you talk about that just a little bit?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. How could I forget? So yeah, I did have a book signing a couple weeks ago, just for for people in the community to come buy books, or if they already bought the book, I could just sign it and just have a conversation. So that's a starting point, obviously. It wasn't huge. It wasn't thousands of people there. But I mean, you have to start small.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's probably nice to uh, just reach out to people and interact with everybody who's reading your book. It's probably a good feeling to have that connection.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I actually, one of the people that came who knew my mom wanted me to do um, like a kind of interview like this, but like for like a book review. So, So I kind of found something from there too, which is always a plus.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool how would you recommend promoting a new book or any sort of creative content that somebody has came up with?
1: Yeah, I think just finding the platform where you can connect to people the most, whether that's social media, whether that's just in-person communicating with people or if there's something else that you're able to do to reach out to people. So really just finding your platform for marketing.
0: Do you see yourself in the future maybe building a business based around your books or is it more about just doing what you enjoy
1: um i think it's a little bit of both i mean obviously there's that that dream aspect of wanting to just be an author and that's my nine to five as you could say but there's also that passion that i still have behind and i don't want that to change either so
0: one thing that i i'll bring up is working on this podcast like i really like talking with people so that's kind of like what i'm passionate about and just kind of drawing knowledge from others um but on the other hand there's like A lot more editing and a lot more time spent on uh, the back end sort of stuff versus what I'm really like passionate about. Is there a similar thing like that with writing books?
1: I mean, there is a lot of like work put in with like behind the scenes, I guess, where with editing and there's a lot of the nitty gritty things you don't think about with self publishing books. Like, I think I spent for my first book, I spent about 10 hours just like formatting pages. So there is, there is some back end things now I think about that can really suck I guess
0: (laughs) Uh uh-huh because I know anytime you do something new for the first time it's like you jump into it and you don't realize like how much is actually involved and you just get kind of overwhelmed and that's where kind of having a structure comes in is you can lay things out in a nice structure and your next time around it goes much smoother definitely what kind of tips can you give for the uh the book writing process
1: um I guess like I said before just writing down your ideas and Don't be afraid to, um, like, use your ideas for something, whether that's books or whether that's a podcast or something else. You know, just finding your niche in general and just going through with it, writing it down.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you think, right, when you are writing books, uh, trying to differentiate yourself from others and having your own unique writing style can really uh, benefit you in the process?
1: Oh, my guess, I don't really. I guess I just kind of write straightforward, like. Everyone has their own specific style. Mm-hmm. I don't really have like an aim how I'm wording things exactly.
0: All right, yeah, you're just kind of letting things flow as as they normally would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to the last section of the interview. Um, it's called the fast five section. So I'm just gonna ask five questions, and we'll go through them at a moderate pace. If you want to elaborate on one, that's totally fine. So, first question is, what is the most valuable class or course that you have taken?
1: I guess, for high school, it was my English class junior year that's kind of what geared me to enjoy writing. so when I wrote this book again, I was kind of like coming back to my junior year of high school, so that's probably the most memorable for me just because for my writing I, I guess
0: okay, do you have maybe a favorite class revolving around your field that you're studying right now in college?
1: Yeah, I guess I've enjoyed a lot of my political science classes. I'm trying to think of one specifically. I guess my campaign. Um, voting campaigns and elections class was enjoyable especially just learning about I guess campaigns and elections right before the election and stuff so
0: question two is what is (laughs) okay hold on what is one book that you would recommend
1: um well no I actually have (laughs) okay so first off I do have my two right here so I do have complex mind and then breaking point and then I also do have one I didn't write that my friend gave me to read it's called mind gym. It's mind gym by Gary Mack. It's about kind of like the mentality for athletes that they need to have to succeed.
0: All right, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so there's your <laughs> answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we are. Got a triple whammy there. Yeah. All right. Um what is one uh business tool or in your case maybe uh book writing tool, publishing tool that you would recommend?
1: Yeah, I think Instagram and Facebook are big ones. I guess Facebook too, because that's how I can reach out to like my, f- like family, like aunts, uncles, and then like their friends like my parents' friends. Cause I've gotten like a tremendous amount of support from my parents, friends and my family too. So I think Facebook was the big one for me, but also like Instagram and Snapchat, like they help get people to help get their attention as well. Cause not every 20, 21 year olds on Facebook all the time. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do agree with you that Facebook can be very resourceful by, uh, Kind of using the connections of your connections because Facebook makes it pretty easy to search those out. Yeah. Question number four is: How do you personally like keep on track and maybe schedule your time?
1: Um, I guess that's a work in progress, but ba- but balancing out writing and school and other things that I'm involved with. But I mean, that's that's what it comes down to is just making making time for writing versus making time for studying or that kind of thing. So that's definitely yeah. the biggest work in progress with this whole process is how to balance everything out and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say that you prioritize the most right now?
1: Um, I probably pretty split with um I try to be pretty split with it with um school, with um student government and then um writing. But like so, like some days the writing I guess the writing for me is like a rhythm aspect. So like sometimes when I'm in a rhythm with my writing, like when I have thoughts flowing, then I just write them down. That might take up time that I should be using for the other two things. But then sometimes when I have a full pack day with school and student government meetings and those kind of things, then the writing isn't really there that whole day.
0: Um. Last question here is, when do you feel most productive?
1: Oh, um, I guess just referring back to the, the rhythm part, I guess it just can just snap anytime. Like, I've written decent parts of my books like past midnight just like sitting in bed and I guess just other times during the day when I'm just like focused just in the zone about it so it, there's really no like specific time it just kind of just kind of hits
0: you just kind of fall into that flow once in a while Yeah well we are about to wrap up, you gave some great information about becoming a, a self-published author and what's involved with that. Um, but before we wrap up, if you could provide one main takeaway that you'd like the audience to remember.
1: Yeah, I guess just don't be afraid to share your ideas to the world and then also to write them down so you don't forget them.
0: That's some great advice. All right. Um, so where can we find more about you and your books?
1: The website's still in progress. So I guess my Instagram for now. So that's um, Shepard one
0: where can we find your books?
1: Um, They're on Amazon if you search Complex Mind by Sam Shepard or Breaking Point by Sam Shepard.
0: Alright. Great. Thanks for being on the show, Sam.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate your time.
0: I'm really glad that I got to share Sam's story with you guys. Thanks again for being on the show, Sam. And thank you to everyone listening right now. I truly appreciate your support in this journey. And if you like what I'm doing, hit that subscribe button and go check out studentbuiltstartups.com. All of our content will be uploaded there, and you can find out more about me and this podcast. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.